Hello everybody and welcome to this edition of the Hayes Talk podcast. I'm Jacob and today I'm joined by Theodora. Hello. And Zoe. Hi. We have some very exciting topics lined up for you today. Our podcast machine still not mended, so we have our little thingy and you will still hear our jingles because we're going to edit them in over. Thank you to Will and the, our new music department who have very kindly made us a fleet of new jingles. And obviously, this is the first edition coming out in December, and I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, same. Very excited for Christmas. Cool. Yes, Christmas is amazing. And uh, you have our next podcast edition to look forward to, which is a Christmas special, which we will be playing Christmas music in. Yay! Yay. Anyway, <laughs> focusing on this edition, we have some very exciting uh, stuff to talk about. We're going to start off talking about a fundraiser event, and Mrs Gordon is back with her interludes later on in the podcast and we also have a trivia segment as we seek to change things up a little from uh, every week and i'm back by the way because i wasn't here <laughs> last edition just thought i'd put that out there so yeah let's get started so the fundraiser event theodora do you want to start us off with that okay so haze communicates is basically in partnership with mr allred and the senior prefects and obviously like jacob said but running a really like exciting charity event so i think i'll name the four three charity events and then you guys can like what so we're doing guess what teacher is singing a bake sale and a festive jumper day which you might have heard about like on the school newsletter so for the guess what teacher is singing uh we're going to be running an event at the restaurant at lunchtime or after school on Thursday the 14th and Friday the 15th of December. And with a 50p donation, you can listen to some teachers singing and try and guess who it is. Jacob, do you want to talk about the bake sale? Yeah, and also, sorry, just on the uh, guess what teachers singing, we're also doing it on the Wednesday. I just got to write that down. <laughs> okay. Uh, just so you know, and after school, we're not in the restaurant. We're um, at the sitform centre. I was just very bad at what I chose to write down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, the bake sale, we're having a Christmas themed bake sale, which will be after school on Thursday, the 14th of December, also my birthday, and Friday, the 15th of December. Friday, the 15th of December is for year 10 upwards, so year 10, 11, 12 and 13, and Thursday is for Key Stage 3, so years 7 through to 9. So any donations would be greatly appreciated, bring them along Thursday morning to the sick form centre. Um, most uh, baked goodies will be around 50p, but they will go up to a pound and down to 25p. Um, so, yeah, it is re- it'd be really good to get as many people coming along as possible to support the great cause, which is Save the Children. And also, I uh, forgot to mention, for the singing event, it's 50p to enter. Yeah. As you know, there's a festive jumper day, and this will take place on Friday 15th of December. On this day, you're allowed to wear a festive slash alternative jumper to school. And you must bring a minimum of £2 donation to wear the jumper. Yeah, I think it's a voluntary donation. If Yeah, I like, obviously, yeah, yeah, like red, minimum. Like you don't have to yeah. bring it in. And you can do that on parent pay yeah. as well as yeah. in person. Yeah, obviously. So Save the Children provide vital support for young people all around the world to provide a fairer world. And we are proud to support the important work that they do. So as previously mentioned, Save the Children is a charity that helps children that are less fortunate and going through hardships, especially at the moment, because there's lots of conflicts going on around the world, and it's Christmas time, so donations are very helpful at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Um, Anyway, uh, so I think that's all we've got to talk about for the fundraiser event, but make sure you come along um, 
bring in uh, any spare change you have and uh, join in with the festive fun. Um, also, for the guests, what teacher is singing, uh, it is a competition, so there will be prizes awarded to the person who can guess the most teachers correctly. So uh, make sure you come along and get involved. And so now it's time for Mrs Gordon's historical interlude. Hi gang! Um, So this week my historical interlude is inspired by a family outing that we had over the weekend. So the Gordons went to see the Christmas lights at Leeds Castle. Don't know if you've ever been. Very beautiful. Really recommend it for a day out. But it got me thinking about Henry VIII because Henry VIII gave Leeds Castle to Catherine of Aragon as a wedding present when they got married. And when he basically created, not created it, but when he renovated it, um, he put in like um, pomegranates, carved pomegranates into all of the fireplaces and things. And that was her symbol. And what I find really interesting about it is that he's never removed the pomegranates. So after he after they divorced and it was removed from her possession, he kept all of her symbols around. Does that mean that actually she was his most favourite wife? So that's my historical interlude. It's like a bit of a it's like a bit of a decision discussion time. Throwing it out there: Is Jane Seymour really the favourite, or is it actually Catherine of Aragon? Maybe if do we have an email address? We do have an email address. If using your school email, you just type in "Hey Student Newsletter" and we'll come up. So write in and tell me what you think. Exactly. Who do you think was Henry VIII's favourite wife? And we'll pull it down in the Spotify Q and A section as well. Yes. Oh, that'd be exciting. Yeah. There we go. That's my historical interlude for the day. Thank you. So now we're going to have some trivia questions that we're going to be asked by our producer Emma. Yes. Uh, so we're going to do three ten uh, question rounds. Not that they're categorised, but just to change just, things up yeah, a bit. Why not? Yeah. So let's do, go for it. Um, do you want to tell us how it works? Um, okay, so how it works is we're going to do... Uh, so I'm going to ask a question and then... Well, we don't have anything. Okay, we're just going to... You're just going like, to lift your hand just a little bit, though. Unless we have, like, pens literally on hand. Uh, yeah, your pencil case is here. Right. <laughs> One pen. For what? Like just lift it so we don't have to completely lift oh, our arms, to. which makes that look like. Thank you. Alright, let's do this. Can we not just shout out answers? Maybe you throw yeah, a but pen then it could get floor. very chaotic. What? There's a pencil. <laughs> on the floor. Do you throw my pen on the floor? No, it was Fabian's pen. Don't just worry. start again. <gasps> no, that's mine. Oh no, that's a shadow. That's my pen. Oh no, it's not a shadow. <laughs> that's my pen. Um, right. just because it's better that way. And then if you get it right, you get a point. I need paper. So we just do notes. that because we can't make a noise when we lift our hands, which we might do. So we do. I need paper. You hold it like that and you do that. You just flick the pen upwards. <laughs> flick the pen upwards when you know an answer. I'm not flinging it across. I'm just going to bite and you end up just shouting. So none of us. He's like, yes! <laughs> and Emma has to say which one. So I was don't have Google in my brain. None of us have <laughs> the seen these questions, and I'm pretty sure they're quite hard. But we won't find out how many. Me- we'll find out if we got it wrong and right, but we won't find out the total points unless we're good at arith- yeah. mental arithmetic until the end. So yeah. um, let's get going. Okay, question one. When did "All I Want for Christmas Is You" come out? Oh, we should know this. I guess. Why would we know this? What, we made it last Christmas song? 
Yeah, All I Want for Christmas, that's the song. That's yeah. It. Is it? Did no, it it's a different song. Yeah. Jesus, Last Christmas and All I Want for Christmas. Uh, did it Mercy come out? 2007. No. Is that the Mariah Carey one? Yes. 1986 is my guess. Close, no. Not. Yes? 2002. No. Zoe's the closest so far. 1998. No. Zoe? 1999. No. 1996. No. 2001. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is going to drag in forever. Uh, 1997. No. 1995. 1994. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Um, um, should we make a rule that if each of us have two guesses in and if we can't get it, we... Okay, yeah. We just, yeah. Okay, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get that point. Yeah, you can get that point. But I mean... In USA, are there more cats? Or dogs? Jacob? Dogs. Correct. Is, is that the one question that you knew he would knew? He would know? No. <laughs> it's just that I feel like more people have pet dogs in less like in Central Europe than I feel like there's a lot of cats. I don't know. It's just yeah, a, Central just Europe a hunch. does have loads of cats. Mm. Um, what is the capital city of Kenya? Don't know that. Jacob? Nairobi. Apparently so, yeah. How do you know that? Um, because I, I, I do a lot of Wait, we did it in geography today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we were talking about population my pyramids. I don't take geography. Um, what is the name of the actor who took over the role from Jodie Whittaker this year? For what? Who just took over? In what TV oh, program? Role of, oh, role of Doctor Who from Jodie Whittaker this oh, year. Oh, it's... Um, Yes, Jacob. <laughs> David Tennant. Yeah. I only know because the advert's on before Who? Strictly. It comes on just before Strictly. I just look at these last Strictly, two questions so weren't, mine, my, weren't my um. They were Fabians because it's Doctor Who. And so, so oh. um, okay. Also, this wasn't my question. What is the name of a 116th of a beat? 116th of a beat. Oh. I said no one would a, know this. A millibeat. A wave is a quarter. A millibeat? It's not a millibeat. Semi-quave is an eighth. What's a quave? Like a s- semi- Semi-semi- Semi-semi-quaver? Semi, semi. <laughs> semi, semi, no. Semi-semi-semi-quaver? <laughs> no. Semi-times 16 quaver. <laughs> no. Right, uh, we- oh. Right, Tino, you've had two, you can't guess again. You're not allowed to give- No, me. you can't- Stop. Turn and face the like, wall. Like, like desi-quaver. No, two goes. So you're the last person. Point. I don't, I don't know. We should start a countdown just for pressure. No. I don't, I don't know it. Just okay. say a bunch what of things. Just say the answer? Yeah. Hemi, Demi, Semi, Quaver. Why? Who won the 2023 Ballon d'Or? No, what, what? <laughs> Tudor. Oh my gosh, it was evil. Okay, this is going to go really wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to go first. Someone Again, guesses. not my question. Oh, I don't even don't know what that is. Thank Can you. I just get It's one. a football award. Is it, was it Neymar? Was not Neymar. Messi. Yes, it was Messi. <sighs> Wait, is that the thing they gave him at the World Cup last year? No. No. What, they gave him like Man of the Match or something? Was that... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him like a golden ball. 
Yeah, look, look, yeah, look at me. It's just a bit stupid because Ballon d'Or literally means golden ball in French, but I know football stuff. I was oh yeah, Ballon d'Or. Again, not my question. <laughs> the site. What is the interval in somewhere in somewhere over the rainbow? Some. Will, please what come over here. What do you mean, like here. a note? I didn't do that. That's no, I know, but I don't know what these things mean. Like a note? Um, I don't know. You guys are going to have to say the answer when they finish not guessing it, right? Is it like a note or...? <laughs> no, it's a certain <laughs> thing. Like a word? Yeah. It's a word. Um, I don't know. Again, these last few questions What answer do you want? Yeah, what, yeah, what oh, kind of answer? In short term. I didn't well, write it. Like, did it. Mia wrote it. Oh. What answer <laughs> do you want? Third. I don't know. It could be like a third or a fourth or a fifth. Or a third or fourth or fifth? What? Or a beat. Sixth or a seventh. Of what? Or something else. I play music and I don't know this. Um, the distance between two notes. Oh. That's between what? Nice. Between what? The first note and the second note. In the whole song? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> can we play Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Can you sing it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, can I'm I... going to help. It's that on the piano. Oh, one, two, three. Octave? What? Is it octave? Is it octave? Yeah. Yeah. She's done it as How is octave, is... quarter, or fifth? No, because that's, there's different types of intervals. There's second, third, fourth. Oh, okay. Oh. We're back okay, to my fine. questions, which are superior. Okay, go on. How many publishing companies turned down J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter? Oh, 12. Correct. <sighs> ah. <laughs> I'm so good. So far, here you are. I'm on zero point. <laughs> what was the only product Amazon originally sold? Oh, I should know this. Why? 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 <laughs> I don't know because I watched a documentary on Amazon, okay? <laughs> it was the summer holidays, I had time. Um, no, I don't know, like a box? <laughs> That's my official it was not first a box. guess. Tidora? Mm, electronics. No. You guys are allowed to guess, you know books. that, right? Is it books? It is books. Yeah. I was going to say He did a bookstore, I remember, and that was kind of the inspiration for Kindle. Okay, last question of this round. Okay. <laughs> Who was the first woman pilot to fly solo across the Atlantic? I read a book about this in primary school. Oh, uh, me. Yes. Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. It was Amelia Earhart. It was Jacob. <laughs> me. Yes, I did it, people. Uh, anyway, now it is time for our year seven interlude. Hello, it's me. Hi, Jacob. Not your son, Bro. Today we'll be interviewing Jacob on the origins of Hayes Communicates. Damn. What is the history of Hayes Communicates? Well, uh, that is a very good question. It all dates back to my first month in year seven. Six thousand BC. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh back. my lord, it's so harsh. No, so, the way you're saying dates back. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not that old, Clara. Uh, so I, wait, let me sit this through. 2022 was year 9, 2020. Okay, so 2020, September 2020. Oh, that's crazy. I've been in this school for over three years. That is, sorry, side point. Anyway, September 2023. 2020, sorry, not 2023. I um, am elected the ambassador for my form. I don't think you do them anymore, but we used to do form reps. We didn't have charity reps. We did form reps, and we did form ambassadors, and ambassadors i've still got my little badge on yeah to this there's day. both now there's both oh do you still have ambassadors yeah well anyway 
Uh, we our jobs was basically like to. Um, it's not. We didn't really have a role, which was kind of my issue with it. So I thought I was going to start a form newsletter. So for a year and a half, every month, uh, I published a newsletter for my form. And then in January 2022, we launched the uh, Year 8 Chronicle, which was when we first started to get a team together. There was about 11 of us, and we published these newsletters fortnightly um, throughout, so for the entirety of 2022 and then in January 2023 we launched the Hayes Herald so the newsletter for all year groups fast forward to June and uh, we started the Hayes Talk podcast and then September we recruit over a hundred people and we launched we launched our graphic design department our producing department our editing department um, our YouTube channel our filming department department um we just kind of exploded to an extent uh, over oh the God, past few months what were the name changes of all these departments well it started off as um 7RAA form ambassador newsletter mm. <laughs> it went to 8RAA form ambassador right. newsletter right. then we became the year right. 8 chronicle <laughs> then we became the year 9 chronicle then we became the Hayes Herald from there the podcast until September was referred to as the Hayes Herald podcast rather than Hayes Talk. We still kind of call it that. Yes. So it was just Hayes Herald, Hayes Herald, Hayes Herald. And then obviously um, when I had a meeting, well, and then we had like this brief variation where we were thinking, let's change things up. Let's call it Hayes Student Voice. What? That, that, that lasted maybe one assembly and we were like, no. Thankfully. Uh, <laughs> yes, it, it wasn't one of my better name so ideas. Hello, Hey Student Voice here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we moved on from that. We became Hayes Communicates, which incorporates Hayes Herald, Hayes Talk, Hayes Acts, Hayes Graphic Design, Hayes Editing, Hayes Events, Hayes Had to be Charity. careful not to call it Hayes Creates or whatever. <laughs> yes, that, that is the drama department. It's a lot of confusion. They are separate departments. Um, how was it founded? Well, yeah, uh, started off with just, oh, yeah. with just <laughs> me. Uh, but then the Year 8 Chronicle was me and Mr. Brockman approached me to see if I'd wanted to expand it, and then we recruited a team. So that was when it went to the whole year group. And then in terms of Hayes Communicates, the name was actually come up with uh, by Mr. Whittle in uh, uh, my meeting with him. And we were like, Hayes Communicates, and then... Mr. Whittle, Mr. Mr. Whittle is actually uh, the re- named Hayes Herald as well. The Ooh. only thing we kind of named Marcy. was Hayes Talk, and then we just shoved whatever after Hayes now, <laughs> and you've got our, our name. What What do you see in the future with this whole thing? Hmm. Well, investments. Oh, well, that's a good question. I think we're kind of gradually hitting our peak. I don't think there's anything more that we could possibly do. Okay, so... Um, there's a TV show coming up. Yeah, so uh, for, oh God, for, the, for the listeners who don't know, we're currently working on a TV show. We've got a charity event uh, next week at the time of recording. Um, our graphic de- like... design department yeah. um, uh, have started rec- uh, going to be making um, whiteboard videos oh, to go really? on YouTube. Yeah, you should join. So Link hopefully in the description to so join the TV show. To be show. honest... 
and obviously we're currently looking into like social medias and stuff for us to have Adrian you obviously played a big part in that but after we've kind of finished everything we're currently working on to get it out there and then it will just be maintaining that consistently I think rather than trying to go any further I mean obviously if people have ideas to go further we will but I don't think there's at the minute a particular goal after uh, this Will we have more advertising in the future? Oh my god, you're so obsessed Mr. Beast ads! Well, Adrian, you <laughs> I mean, what else can we give you? Can you Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, well, we Adrian, have the money! You are... Adrian, you can't do anything without the graphic design department. We need because Mr. Beast! Because we make the advertising suit as much. Yes, so Adrian, you are, head, you are head of advertisement, obviously. Clara's head of graphic design. And so... So you will be making, I'm sure you have plans for more advertisements and um, so long as Clara's team, which there are, should be 20 of them, can keep up, then yeah, I suppose there will be more um, advertising. Tips? Can I give you a tip? Yes. Don't give me five questions I've got to wait like 50 word documents about, spell check them. Stay up late for. Hey, uh, that again. I think that's pretty. Yeah, much I, I, like I have seen Clara's documents. They were very good documents, yeah. Clara. I think that's like, uh, like you know, it's kind of business that Mr. like higher Beast, up people would do. So you kind of just it. have to expect that Mr. if you Beast. continue getting more promotions. Yeah. It doesn't help already. Okay. Um. Last question from me. How? Uh. Do, why? Okay. How do I put this? How did the whole Jacob does jumping jacks during the acting rehearsals thing, you know, kind of start? Does it have a complicated origin story? What, what Jacob does jumping oh, jacks? Yeah, on on the, the trampoline. Birthday, or like a sleepover or something. And then you do jumping jacks on the trampoline. You know, Clara is, is about right. It was, uh, yeah. I was at my head friend's round for my house for my birthday. And my birthday is in December. And the trampoline was completely frozen over. And uh, the five of us that went out so there fun. and we did jumping jacks on the trampoline and wow. at, at 10 p.m. at night in the pitch black. So then, wait, so the canonical story for that reasoning oh God, is that? Yeah, so obviously, obviously, obviously Fabian and Eleanor were leading your actors induction and they were there when I was doing... Um, jumping jacks on the trampoline, so that's, that's how it came in back. Because jumping jacks is American, and that's why so I'm doing it. Star jumping jacks, boss man. It is. Jumping jacks, this. No, these are star. Oh. You're flat. You're flapping like a little birdie, like. <laughs> well, is is that all my questions? Oh uh, yeah, that's perfect. I will. Right. So now it is time for round two. So. First question of round two. Okay. What is the higher number, highest number of episodes a Marvel show has? Like it per season or overall? Overall. Uh, the number or which so? The number. Oh, Agents of Shield. It's like a hundred and I want to say thirty-six. Yes. This is the question. <laughs> How many hearts do octopuses have? Teodora will know this. You or Teodora will just know. Yes, it was. That's where I know it from. Octopuses like, have three hearts. It's a random piece is of that knowledge. I feel like you guy. don't waste your brain space with that. In Nemo, is the little red guy in the fish tank. Guys, I've got one point. Oh my gosh. But you see, I could like, I could feel myself being damaged. And I heard that and I was like, it is from Finding Nemo though. Which Disney princess is inspired by a real person? Pocahontas! Yes! Look, Teodora's oh, on a roll now. 
What gymnast voluntarily dropped out of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics? And you know what? Simone Biles. Yes. How you did wait you to be cool, Her pen did go up first. You don't even have a pen in your hand. Put a pen in your pa- hand or you're not going to get cool, Fine, Fine, I've got a pen in my hand. That's actually highlight. It's the only gymnast I know, so I was gonna guess that. <laughs> I, I love I know. Simone Biles. Okay. Um, what reptile cannot stick its tongue out? Crocodile. Yes. What? Theodora is just like going. <gasps> it's just really you just gotta think How about it. How many questions it? left in this round? Uh, we are on sixteen. Okay. So four more, four more questions. How old was Rory in the start of season one in Gilmore Girls? Sixteen. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Who was the lead singer of Queen? Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That was such a simple <laughs> question. Uh, where are we? Okay. Who was Walt Disney's favourite princess? <laughs> Cinderella. Yes. <laughs> I have I'm a glad Disney. you went. I was going to guess Belle. Just the first one that popped into my head. Is Belle a princess? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, technically, she married a prince. So no, no, you look exactly like Belle. Our biggest compliment ever. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Actually. She does though, doesn't she? Oh my we gosh. We were going to have a little princess party. Oh my and we gosh. Were all dress thank up you guys. As princesses, and Aww. it was meant to be for Trinity's thirteenth birthday. She's fourteen now. <laughs> what singer is called Mater- the Material Girl? Madonna. Theodore's pen did go up first. Theodore so must annoying. be like winning there. <laughs> no, not <laughs> massive turnaround. Uh, okay, final question of this round. How many friends are there in the TV show Friends? Uh, I think Jacob's then went up first. Me? Yeah, I think. <laughs> Please, I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Five. No. Six. Yes. Who? <laughs> Rachel. Ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Who did you forget? <laughs> Say it. Who did you forget? I forgot. Uh, I can't even remember her name. <laughs> the, she, the, the one. Monica. Think, no. Monica. Not the one who lives in the. Not, not, not the other I woman friends. who doesn't live in the apartment. Phoebe. Thank you. I forgot Phoebe. How do you forget Phoebe? Phoebe's the best. I know. I was just counting. I could only count two women and uh, three men, but I was wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, that's the end of round two. Okay. What perfect. a turnaround. Ooh. I know, Teodora coming back strong there, and now it's time for the Strictly Interlude. Strictly Interlude time. It is Strictly Interlude time. Um, I'm very excited. Um, I feel like Annabelle Croft will be the next to go. Oh. I, is my feeling. Oh, I love her. I think she's a beautiful dancer. Yeah. I, she, you know, I don't know about you, Jacob. For me, there's like a Strictly magic, where sometimes it's not actually necessarily how good they're at dancing, but sometimes there's like the combination of... The music, the costumes, the dance, like it just all comes yeah, together, no, doesn't it? Yeah, I know it? what you mean. Yeah, definitely. And I feel Annabelle Croft has that beauty about her where you just watch her and it's just lovely. Yeah. Um, poor Annabelle. Who do you think is going to win, Jacob? I think it's going to be Ellie and Vito. That, oh. That's my prediction. I think Leighton and Nikita technically the best. In, but in terms of, like, you look at their performances and they are... But then he he has that previous dance experience. He does, so. and that upsets me a little bit. And I yeah. wonder if that's why they're being so harsh with him. Yeah. Because obviously he is a dancer, but yeah, I don't know. He he appears to me to be a little bit overconfident in the way he approaches it all sometimes. Yeah, no, I know and what I you mean. Don't know how well that sits with me. I love him as a man. Love him. I think he's great. I think you know I really really like Leighton, but I just sometimes I just think, oh, you kind of know what you're doing. 
Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of Strictly. What else has happened? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. It's been so many weeks. So many people have actually gone. Yes, they more have. We've like halved the amount of couples oh, we've had. Now, my question, Bobby and Diane, for those of you at home who don't know, my daughter Imogen's favourite couple. She loves them. I think you said Annabelle Croft might go. I'm a bit nervous about Bobby and Diane. Yeah. I am. Have they, they haven't, neither of them have been in a dance club. Yes, Bobby has. Oh, has he? Yeah, Bobby yeah, has. Okay. Well, then that is a danger, but like based on their previous dances, I would say if it's between him and Annabelle in the dance off. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but obviously at the minute, Leighton and Nikita are very unpopular in the public, I feel. Because like there was no way they were in the bottom two. Was it last week or the mm. week before when they were put in well, the bottom two? Well, there's been two. a row, hasn't there? Shirley said they cheated. Cheated? Yes, and I can't remember how. I'll have to do a bit of research. But Shirley says that they, they were there was an error, and it was maybe cheating is the wrong word, but there was an error, and it was such a bad error that. Um, that, that's why she would have said that she wouldn't have saved them. Oh. And there's been all that stuff about, like, is Shirley, like, being too harsh on Leighton? Yeah. Well, yeah. How did you find the Sunday night show with no elimination? Um, I fundamentally find the Sunday night show a bit bonkers because I do something illegal. You don't. You I don't do Strictly Spoiler. I oh. I do, Jacob, I do. How could you? No. Because I think they should do it like these two. I think they should do it, have a gap of like an hour and then just run through it live. I haven't put that to BBC yet, but maybe I will. Um, yeah, no, but actually I quite like it. I used to, but I do like the dance off because I think that's kind of fair. Do you know what I mean? That like people, yeah, it, I, I don't think the public, I think the public is too swayed by. Yeah. So it, it's still giving the public a say, but it's not completely in their control. It was like old school Strictly, where you just had the results, and we're like, see you later. It was nice knowing you. Um, but yeah, I was a bit worried because I hurt Claudia on BBC Two on Saturday, and I was a little bit nervous. She was going to say she was leaving Strictly, but she's only leaving Radio Two, yeah, so it's no, fine. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but so. I, I, feel, I think I remember reading somewhere that her and Tess have like an agreement, they'll never leave Strictly until they're forced out. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. It's like the no, best job. It's exactly. the best job on TV, Jacob. I know, Strictly is the best live TV yeah, show. best live TV. So now it's time for round three. Okay. First question. Who is the drummer of the indie band Arctic Monkeys? Oh, 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 uh, oh my god, what's his name? What's his name? I don't know which one it is. It's, I know their names. Matt, Nick, Jamie. Michael Turner. Matt Helders. Um, yeah. Matt Helders, please. Is it a Matt or Jamie? It's Matt. Yes! <laughs> yes. Yes. Haha, <laughs> that's okay. so good. Okay. In which organ are the islet of Langer hands located? Pancreas. <laughs> Yeah. Why do you know that? <laughs> you too. <laughs> Did you tell her? <laughs> Fabian! <laughs> you cheat! How, how would that have worked though? Cause I know, right? I, I wouldn't have... I'm not going to have told her the answers for just one of the questions, would I? Cheat! You've just ruined so all her chance. So she didn't get the mark if he, he actually told her. Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, I said the islets of Langerhans, not... The That's close enough. <laughs> I don't know what these things are. I just knew that. I'm really smart, okay? <laughs> just accept it. Uh, I also don't like this question because everyone knows the answer. So Ooh. who puts Ooh. their pen on first? 
<laughs> Is that the question? <laughs> Which ex-politician has been braving the Australian jo- Zoe Michael Ford! <laughs> I didn't even finish reading the question, so I'll finish now. Which ex-politician has been braving the Australian jungle in I'm a Celeb? Me, Nigel me, me. <laughs> okay, which country are the band ABBA from? Jacob. I think it was Jacob. Sweden. Yeah. No! It's fine. Don't try. Pick up your pen. <laughs> uh, ABBA are amazing. I've got to go get my pen now. You did say you would this flick it really back. This is really you're like really just calm when you lift your pen and these two are screaming, so I just like don't... <laughs> I'm so mad. Um, which planet in our solar system is the hottest? Ooh, ooh, <gasps> that was me. Okay. That was Jacob. Jacob. Venus. No. Yes. Everyone's, I feel like everyone's going to know this. Who plays Iron Man? Oh, Jacob I do know that! No, no, I don't. It's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry, Jacob. Be I strong. didn't know that. <laughs> Fine, uh, 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 I'll go like. What was the name of the Spanish dictator? Which one? Which one? Christopher Columbus. <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't know which one, it's just a Spanish dictator. Well, that's not helpful, baby. He's not a dictator! Spanish dictator. No, it was my question. I just don't know which one. I just said a, Spa- a Spanish dictator. Probably Do one we need I would surnames? Just, just a name. Do it. Uh, that's the Franco one. Yeah, okay, that's what I put. Who wrote War and Peace? I, I, I could be completely wrong. This is a guess. Because I feel like they wrote... Oh, no, they might say have wrote Little Women. Say it. Well, like You've got to say it. You put Jane your pen Austin up. is my guess. No. <coughs> Sorry. No, it's not, not her. Tidora, do you know... Wait, Poppy War? Huh? Who wrote Poppy? War and Peace. Oh, War and Peace. Oh, Where'd you get Brandy Lynch's <laughs> <laughs> That's by Jane Austen. Well, that's War where I put You're the one who wants to read classic books. <laughs> oh, I'm reading Lord I of the Flies. <laughs> Sorry. Is War that juicy good? I don't know. I didn't put my no pen up No one knows. There. No one wants to guess. Three. Uh, it marries someone. No. Three. Two. Two. One time. Who was it? Leo Tolstoy. Oh, I would never have gotten that. No, me neither. <laughs> neither would I. What question number are we on? 29. Second to last question. Uh, ooh. What is the top player of the rainforest? <gasps> what rainforest? Wait, what? Is this a, a rainforest. Football? A, this is a football team? No, a rainforest. A What's normal the top rainforest. player? <laughs> what do you mean a top, top player? player? Oh, top player. Trees. Oh, I'm a celebrity. The canopy. Yes. <laughs> I thought you meant like, I'm a celebrity. He's the top player of the rainforest. <laughs> The play, the rainforest. <laughs> I was like, "Who's uh, this?" Okay, and the final question is something everyone around this table um, has um, a lot of stress about. What does GCSE stand for? Oh, I thought I might just Ooh. bring back all our fears with one fail. GCSE. Oh, GCSE general. Is that it? Just tell me the first words, right? I don't want to do she that. She can't do that. It's got to be general. She can't do that. General. E education, maybe. Exam- uh, examination. General study. Can we all get the point if we work together? Uh, okay, if you all work together. Okay. General. Government. It's got to be general, hasn't or, it? Or gover- gover- like, government. 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 Yeah, government. Government. Government stage. No, G C S E. 
Curriculum examination, maybe. No, that's not all. Government what? Government or general? Oh no, CS isn't it? Government. We're, we're agreeing on government. Are we thinking government? And we're thinking the last letter is examination. Yeah, or education, possibly. I feel like examination Because the thing is, people likely. say GCSE exams, which would mean they wouldn't stand for examination, right? Yeah, but if we never know what it means, we still say GCSE. Yeah, why do they not teach us what it stands for? It feels like something... You know what... Oh, uh, uh, in Harry Potter... Um, they take the owl exam? Thank you, and they say what it stands for. She, she waves her wand. What's her name? Umbridge. Uh, she waves her wand and she's like, O-W-L. Oh, and yeah. commonly known as out. But she actually says what it is. I can't remember. Maybe uh, it's the same. Think, it's not going to be I the same. It, I feel like it's outside of wizarding levels, but yeah, I feel that, like that's it's outstanding. Like wizarding it's levels. Uh, okay, but that's not the question. Okay, okay um, G. GCSEs. So it could be general or government. Well, is this the hardest question for last? Yeah. General. I, I mean, I didn't know if it was going to be the hardest, but I was just like, why not bring in our general real life curriculum life? study examinations? No. No. I don't know. It's better than silence. Government. I really don't Shall we give up? No. <laughs> Final question. We have to give it. Can we have a hint? Um. Okay. I will tell you what the E is. Okay. Tell us. Okay. Because you keep getting it wrong. It's. Education. Okay, oh, okay. no. Oh, yeah. Let's say it was education. Yeah, okay. So, general or government, something, something, education. I feel like this C is going to be curriculum, but I don't know. Mm. What did she like make up the question? I did not make no. up the question! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't mean like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Should I tell we you? We give up. Yeah. yeah. General. Certificate yeah, of Secondary Education. I actually knew that. I remember that. Did From you? primary school. We learnt it in year five. I don't know why. <laughs> it's late now. Yes, I know. Okay, fine. So, oh, we're going to take a quick break whilst Emma and do some fun and random stories whilst Emma figures out the result. So, first one is about a bomb found in a family's garden in Pembrokeshire. And it's thought to date back to the late 19th century. So, the couple had found it in their garden not in their garden <laughs> the couple had owned it because they thought it was a dummy bomb and mrs edward said that she used to bang it with her trowel to remove earth in gardening that's so dangerous <laughs> oh my gosh but obviously they didn't know it was a real bomb at the time and on wednesday evening i'm not sure which wednesday this was I wouldn't like to say. Um, on a Wednesday evening, a police officer knocked on their door to tell a couple that he had spotted it and would need to alert the Ministry of Defence. So they had a live bomb in their garden. That they were, like, tapping it with the shovel. Completely unaware. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's uh, good that they're safe, though. Yeah. That could have been a really different story. And um, Mr Edwards said he was very sad to see it go. He described it as an old friend... <laughs> Um, as uh, and he'd lived on the street since he was three years, is old, and he says he was so sorry that the poor old thing was blown to pieces because um, to deactivate it they took it to a dis- quiet location and blew it up. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they couldn't just keep it like. I never yeah. knew that they did that. That uh, he'd been told its history by the Morris family, who used to own the house they live in, and it. 
they had found it more than a hundred years ago. So it was really something that passed through generations, oh. and they discovered it was active. Oh, but clearly hmm. not that wow. active if it didn't blow up that whole time. Yeah. Very well, true. our next story is a perfect solar system. So as you know, our solar system was formed like really violently and there was like lots of violent collisions and like our moon was formed really violently and all that but researchers have located the perfect solar system forged without violent collisions it has six planets all about the same size and we know that our solar system obviously doesn't have planets all about the same size they're quite different sizes and the system is a hundred light years away the planets have barely changed since formation which was up to 12 billion years ago which is a really long time. And these undisturbed conditions make it ideal for learning how these worlds have formed and whether they host life. Because I know, like, finding out if there's, like, other life in, like, the universe is, like, a really big thing yeah. right now. I mean, it's always been a pretty big thing. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like right now they're, like, really getting into it. And the research has been published in the scientific journal Nature. In the system, which is called HD one one zero zero six seven as astronomers have rather rather dryly named it i think it's a little bit of a sad name it is considering it's, it's the perfect solar system i think it has like a cuter name <laughs> <laughs> not only are the planets similarly sized <laughs> these rotate in sync which is actually wow. pretty amazing which well, that's quite scary like you yeah because I mean? like, obviously perfect. we're so used to yeah. like learning about our solar system and in it's a way. like and it's this it whole takes other one that's like, like so much better than ours. And like in sync, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. This intricate planetary choreography is so precise that the researchers have created a c- cyclical musical piece akin to a Philip Glass style composition with notes and rhythms corresponding to each planet and their orbital periods. That sounds... Fancy. Yeah. It's really fancy. It sounds oh. fancy. Yeah. Wow. That's that's yeah, it on the perfect solar system. Really interesting. Um, so our final fun random story is Oxford University has announced its new word of the year. So um, this year its word is Riz, uh, <laughs> which is internet slang for romantic appeal or charm. It's mostly used by uh, young people, as anyone in a school would know, and. Uh, it it took a lot of time to settle on this word, so it was a short list, it was votes, but eventually Oxford professors um, decided on this. But other options that were going up to it was situationship, which personally I've never heard of. A situation, do you want us oh, to I explain to you what a situationship is? It's oh. just like a talking stage, yeah. pretty much. That like doesn't wow. end up in like dating yeah how's that nearly the word see it's you know what it's just what people use now they don't really say talking stage anymore like gen z kind of terms stage. do you know what i mean i know yeah. but like it's just kind of like you're not friends but you're not dating kind of thing yeah but you talk a lot Delightful. yeah and um <laughs> another option was a swifty um oh which I, makes sense because yeah. like the era is starting yeah basically. exactly yeah. um but yeah uh, it's been used massively online. Billions of views have been yep. um, had on TikTok yeah. with the hashtag yeah. Riz. Yeah. <laughs> and according to Oxford University Press, which publishes the Oxford Dictionary, the official definition is defined as style, charm, or attractiveness, and the ability to attract a romantic partner. <laughs> the term is thought to be 
uh, shortened from the word charisma. That doesn't make that. sense, though. Like, charisma. But no, I would never have thought of it. And it can be used as a, a verb, as in, you can riz people up, as well as a noun. So it's essentially a newer version of game. What's, I don't what's know. game? Is that like the 70s version of riz? Yeah, because I feel like riz is just a Gen Z thing, exactly. honestly. Yeah. Um, Gen Z, Theodore, it's not Z, we are oh, my bad. English. I'm bad, I'm bad. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's the random um, word, but I feel like they're becoming less and less, more, like, traditional words. Sophisticated. Yes, <laughs> but I would I, think, like, the would be the most used word. No, but no, I think it's like, you, I don't think you include words like that. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, like, my bad. word of the year is what they think, like, the most significant word is, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because As if you think, like, the, it's not really, like, I mean, obviously it's significant in, like, one way, but not really in the other way, Yeah, and, you know yeah. I mean. And I think it was Collins Dictionary that said AI was their word of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that That's not an abbreviation? Artificial I, I think they actually said artificial intelligence, oh. I just didn't. Um, yeah, but well, yeah, Riz is the word of the year, people. So how exciting! How Amazing, perfect. So now it is time for our brand new musical interlude. Um, so they are going to talk about their song of the fortnight. So Will, why don't you start us off? So we wanted to start with something special, which most people will know. So we chose "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" by Tears for Fears. So, Fabian, do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, so it's got strong links to like communism and socialism, and it was sort of at the time where the Soviet Union, um, ev- well, the lyrics, everybody wants the real world, meaning everyone will be in charge in society, pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, it is quite dark. It's like, yeah, it's quite a dark song. But yeah, it's quite happy. It's got a happy tune. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. I, a good song. I, I, I like the song, and um, ordinarily we'd be playing it a bit of it for you now, but obviously still broken. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. You, okay, perfect. That was our first musical interlude. Thank you, guys. Uh, so now Emma is going to reveal the results. Right, yeah, the results. Uh, okay. So are we starting with, like, third place? Yeah, we're starting with that. Guys, I've, can I make oh. my predictions? Ready? I think I'm last. No, I'm last. <laughs> I'm last. No. Okay. Yeah, I only got to the second know. round. Okay. In third it's is me. Teodora I with seven. Okay. It's fine, guys. Second. I got the longest streak. That's what that yeah. matters. Yeah, Teodora did get the longest like streak. Yes, very true. Yeah. In second is Zoe with eight. <laughs> and... In first is obviously Jacob with 12. 12? I don't think that math is right. It does sound right. 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 I think I've just skipped. No, oh, yeah, we still allowed for three. Well, I guess. No, but you guys skipped a few. Wait, so that. But that would allow eight. for three skipped. Yeah, you skipped about three, I think. Yeah, okay. Hmm, okay. Yeah, well done, guys. That was really fun. But anyway, I think uh, we will end it off there for today because our recording ran over a little bit. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure you come back next time for our Spotify-exclusive musical podcast, Christmas, spectacular, whatever you want to call it, in about two weeks' time. Uh, So, yeah, um, have a great fortnight, team, and make sure you come to the charity event uh, next week. Um, So... It is goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. We are produced by Emma Prayer Botanis and edited by Emma Prayer Botanis and Jacob Fennick Green. <laughs>